My name is a Mighty Beard, and we are here with our D&D 5e playthrough of Ghosts of Salt Marsh, written by Wizards of the Coast. The party is five gem dragonborn and their trusty half-orc who escaped the wrath of Waterdeep to make a new life far across the sea. Our DM for tonight is Jesse James Games. This series is streamed live on the YouTube channel just about every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, and you can find the link by heading to amightybeard.com. Now, unlike our other live playthroughs, uh, I'm just a player, which means if I can't make a session, the session will still happen. So uh, this series may feel a little bit incomplete as we go, but I'll try to fill in the gaps with a summary at the top uh, just, just to make sure we're all on the same page. Now, if you enjoy this podcast, you want to see it continue, head on over to patreon.com forward slash a mighty beard and become a bearded friend today. And who knows, maybe we'll be able to play D&D together uh, as the Adventurers Guild and our Agents of Beard series is always looking for new recruits. But without further ado, let's get into the session. I mean, it's a pretty simple recap. We killed everything. Yeah, that, that about sums it up. <laughs> we, we rolled into the lair. Uh, we started with the, I don't know, temple room, for lack of a better term. We did capture the priestess because that was the goal. Uh, we used her blood to dispel all the magic she created with the rift. Uh, which uh, took some big chunks out of the gargantuan shark beast that they had summoned. Not a god, fortunately, though still dangerous. Uh, and then the place started slowly draining. We took a little breather and returned to the bottom level uh, just in time to join in the final assault where we absolutely destroyed the Sahagan champion, uh, took him down in like three hits because everyone was rolling crits. Uh, and then shortly thereafter killed the Baron, and then all of the other foes surrendered. And we're big goddamn heroes. That sounds about right. We are the champions. You missed it on the most important detail. We had someone fall asleep during the session. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Again, for like the 90th time, I'm so sorry. <laughs> clearly combat's not action-packed enough. <laughs> no. Should have brought the Kraken in soon. Damn it. No, it, it actually occurred right as we were taking our short rest. Like that is not literal. Very aggressively role playing the short rest. The group it's took so a short rest and I took a real short rest in, in real life. So right. I got that going for me, which is nice. Well, combat's over. You've got friends celebrating all around you, rounding up the enemy that have stopped fighting. What would you guys like to do? Well, I think uh, heading back to town. I'm not getting shammered with the lizard folk. Yeah. Probably check in with their king, queen, chieftain, queen. leader, queen. ruler, or the fuck he's called. Queen. Queen? Yeah. Really? They had a queen? I thought we were dealing with a chieftain earlier. I just misremembered. All right. Yeah. Check in with her and, and see if there's, you know, anything else pressing or if we're cool to go chill out a bit. Uh, you see her? She's like, giving directions to people what to do, where to put stuff. And she tells you to stick around for the party. Um, you guys want to go rest, you know, take a sleep somewhere on the first floor, and when you wake up, party should have started. We just got to deal with things here. Good, good. Uh, where are the prisoners that we freed? Mm, still on the first floor. Okay. So everything is on the first floor, isn't it? That's where, yeah, Ned and Fireborn and all them are as well, right? 
Yeah, because the second floor is still slowly draining. Okay. Well, I guess we'll just swim back up to the first floor. Oh, yeah, we're still underwater. Yep. Yeah, I'm still going real freaking slow. <laughs> is there, I don't remember the map, is there anything worth going through down here or just heading back up? I mean, we could go loot? I don't remember there being much in this sense of loot, though, from just looking at the map. No, probably not. I don't. Yeah, no, like we'd have to. It seems rude. Yeah, yeah this is also their home, right? So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, let's let's not do that. Maybe. What about searching the Baron yeah, and his no. champion? Again, they're not our enemies to deal with. They're the they're the Soag or the lizard folks' enemies. Yeah. How much? Um, how much? Know, uh, we also don't know where the loot. And, uh, originated from. Yeah, like it very well could be. Lizard okay, well, booty. What about um? How how much do you think we'd get from the tanner? N- nothing. We're not. They're, they're. It's not. They're not hides. We're not skinning sentience. Yeah. No. The, the, if we do that, then like we could sell you as a rug, and I don't think anyone wants that. You're not that attractive. I'm sorry. Didn't we skin the troll? No, oh, we, <laughs> we did not. Oh. We definitely did. I was gonna say we, we did, did. We, because we, did. we put it on the cart. Definitely did. Oh, okay, we shouldn't have. <laughs> okay, no, we're not scanning them. They're not. They're not beasts. Um, I think maybe we should check the priestess's rooms if we can find them to see if she noted down anything about the rift. That's the only thing in this place that I can think that might be worthwhile. Oh. Give me a minute and start talking amongst yourselves about how awesome this party is going to be and which how you're going to help the party. That's about to happen while I find anything of use. Party's going to be so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're not cobalt, so they're not going to worship us. So, oh, they might. We did just get them their fortress back. I mean, yeah, but. Not in the literal sense. Particularly interested in being worshipped, then. Alright, give me a perception check with advantage as you go through the, all the different priestess quarters on the second floor. Who's everyone? Uh, you don't have <laughs> to. He, he did it. He did it good enough. You're good. <laughs> um, so you find a, a table that looks a little weird, and you can see it's got kind of like a a seam on it and you can like push down and slide the, the top in and uh, no notes unfortunately but you do see like a a small canvas bag that's got a a platinum kind of like buckle holding it closed and that buckle is worth uh, 50 gold pieces if you want to write that down and opening up the bag, you find 50 platinum pieces and uh, a gold bracelet that has uh, two pearls, one on each end of the bracelet. And that's worth uh, 200 gold pieces, but no, no, nothing written down, it seems, of on the rifts. I'm going to make the assumption someone's already have the notes open, right? Yeah, what did you say? The bracelet was 250? 200 for the bracelet, 50 in coins, 50 platinum coins, and then 50 and then, uh, gold 50. for the buckle. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, I'll add that to our inventory. Um, we should. Does the bracelet look uh, similar to anything we've seen the lizard folk or seen the lizard folk have, or does it look like it's dogging? Uh, I just want to make sure if it's like stolen that we're not keeping. Roll me an insight check. Oh, I'm not good at those. All right. Uh, uh, you're looking at it and you flip over the inside and it's got like a dwarven inscription. Seems like it's neither Sahagan or lizard folk made. All right. Don't we have the comprehend languages? Yeah, I mean, I could, yeah, what does the dwarven say? Oh, it just says, uh, to my dearest love always on the inside of it in Dorvin. Seems... Does it have a name or is it just generic dearest? It's just generic dearest. It's just inscribed on the, on the inside of the bracelet. Okay. No initials? No, not that you can see. All right. All right. I, that's it then. I guess if the priestess didn't have any uh, particular knowledge about the rift that she'd squirreled away that I don't have anything else that comes to mind for this place. Alright, you guys want to go back up to the first floor and meet Ned and uh, Fireborn and the group you came in with, basically. Yeah, I think that's the plan. You guys are just going to chill, hang out for a bit while they get things situated and then start the party? Yep. Uh, Well, I want to go find friends and uh, talk to them a little bit. Yeah, friends is easy to find. He's hanging out uh, at the 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 prison cell basically being on the outside for once he's kind of enjoying it <laughs> wave to get his attention hello friends you're well well now it's nice you're... not having to work tonight that'll be a first for a while as he like kind of stretches out um, oh gosh I'm so bad at remembering these guys names I shouldn't be Barrick that was that the other one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Barrick pointed me in your direction. He's no longer at Burl. He's returning to the clan. Ah, that's good. I still have work to do, but I do plan on going back sooner now, thanks to you. Uh, hopefully I can learn of the lizard folks' ways better now that we've been through this together, and they'll let me stay around for a bit, and I can do what I came here to do and learn about the other's culture and bring that back to our clan. Yes, they've been fairly open. Uh, he won't need to camp in the swamp anymore, at least. Yes, I, I seem to have approached them at a bad time. They were very defensive when I first came across them. Just around all the fucking chaos and prison and shit. <laughs> it's like they've yes. been through a lot. Yes, I, I am aware of that now. I. I had heard that Nell may have been in this region as well. Are you aware of where they might be? Uh, no, I haven't spoken to Nell since we came across the, the ocean together. Don't have a clue where she'd, she'd have gone. Yeah, just kind of that. And there's uh, no one else from the clan in this region that you're aware of? No, not that I'm aware of. Okay, uh, that's... Maybe for the best, seeing as I keep finding you in trouble. Um, if you do stay longer here, um, you should be safe with the lizard folk, but I would suggest that beyond that, you don't linger. Um, I suspect that 
things may become chaotic in the near future. Yes, that's sound advice. I'll uh, leave you to your rest. Yes, thank you. All right, just make my way back. All right, after uh, about an hour or two of hanging out, resting, uh, you guys will notice that the second floor is completely clear of water. Uh, it seems like it's starting to rise a bit quicker. And you guys are kind of hanging out on the top floor still. And you see the queen come up and wave you guys it, like to follow. And there's like a large group following the queen outside. All right. Away we go. You guys come mm. out. You're, as you come out the front door, you notice you're a lot higher than when you went in. You're about 30 feet up now from where the water sits. And you follow the path down the coast to a beach nearby where you see about 20, 25 graves dug uh, as you guys kind of step up and get into a, a place kind of out of the, out of the way to the side. Uh, you'll, you see the queen kind of go up to each one once everyone's arrived, name each lizard folk in the, the grave and drop a handful of sand in. And all the lizard folks just kind of stomp their foot once or slam their chest once. So oh, every time the name is said, and they go down the line for 25 different lizard folks. And at the end of that, she's just one more oh, they do it back, and everyone kind of disperses to different graves and starts burying their dead. Kind of a sad moment. You sit around and wait, and as everyone finishes, the air immediately shifts into celebration. They don't linger on it. They start talking, laughing. Uh, one of the locals will come up to you, the fish-looking creatures, and it was the one that was in the uh, meeting with you at the beginning. It's like, was it true? Did, did, were, were they, they were resurrecting their god, right? I said it, and they say it happened. Did you uh, see him? It wasn't quite their god. <clears throat> Uh, they did summon a uh, very quite gigantic two-headed shark. Mm. Trying to summon their god, I knew it. I that told you guys. And he kind of like looks over his shoulder and there's like a group over there just like kind of shaking their head. If their god is a giant two-headed shark, then yes, I suppose mm. so. Yes, yes, that's definitely their god. It's super duper not their god, is it? <laughs> You can make a religion check if you want. Oh, I'm, I, I do want. I'm so intrigued. What do I know about Sahagan gods? Probably nothing. Should have no. played a fucking wizard. <laughs> <sighs> uh, as the groups start to, like, as groups finish burying, they start to go back inside and start getting happier. You guys are free to go back inside if you wish. Oh, right. I kept thinking we were going to go back to their lair, and I realized that the lair's back at home, and this is where we're staying. Cool. Back inside we go. Yeah, as you like think that, you look over and you see a couple kids run by as the Salt Marsh crew that was still there has brought everyone over. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'll try and get... Who's the... Oh, God, the, the sage guy that we've been dealing with. Uh, that would be Sorv. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can get him and friends. Uh, connected because it seems like they'll get along. That's easy enough to do, yeah. yeah. All right. As you guys come in, you start to smell 
burning flesh. Seems like, like cooking flesh. Cooking flesh. <laughs> As you go around the corner, you see a bunch of giant sharks lined up, hooked up, and are being nice. slowly cooked. Uh, you, don't soup see, for dinner. you don't see any sahagan or anything, so No, again, we don't fucking eat the sapiens. Yeah. That doesn't mean they're yeah, not there, but you don't see them. Ignore that rule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but their sharks are starting to be cooked on the first floor uh, in the big main hall. Um, so is there anything any of you want to talk about with anyone while we're here having a good time? Any way you want to help enjoy this party? I'll go help with the cooking. All right. Yeah, easy enough to do. I could use a nice strong man to lift up the sharks and put them on the racks and start turning them as they go. They're kind of like pig uh, spit roast. That's how they're cooking them. They're making do with what they have. They got a bunch of spears, so they're using them to the best of their ability. Oh. Ruin my fucking spears. <laughs> so many uh, of them, though. There's I can, I can, toothpicks. I, was say, I can probably remove the dozen spears that are in my inventory now. Assume those all got passed out. No, yeah, yeah. we can probably <laughs> clear the weapons from the bag that we have yeah. left over. I don't. I didn't keep track at all. So let's I just assume not, not for the sake of my sanity. <laughs> Um, all right, Scrimshaw, uh, just like make his way through the crowd, chatting up lizard folk, um, and basically try and figure out as much as he can about how the parts of the battle we weren't involved in went down. All right, uh, you keep getting a lot of the same response of, uh, uh, they were surprised and didn't know what to do. They're not used to being the ones on the back foot. And that seemed to be the driving factor of why it went so well. And uh, they talk about Odin Kent uh, single-handedly taking down like three sharks. And that really like pushed them over the edge and like drove them into the third floor. Just a lot of stories. Um, a lot of catching them off guard. Mm -hmm. I'm going to assume that you're giving uh, Zugum the helm at this point, because he's the only one I don't, who I don't think can speak the language. Yeah, if he needs it. I mean, I, you don't actually need to wear the helm to maintain the effect, so it's just kind of like, put it on for a second and then put it away, and you have comprehend languages for an hour. Nice. All right. It's, it's kind of goofy. It's a little cheesy, but that is technically how it functions. All right, let's just yeah, go down guess, the line. Yeah, just casting. Yeah. Ask, what would you like to do? How are you going to enjoy the party? Um, mostly people watch. Uh, I don't think I'm going to get fully involved in, in much. Uh, I'll have like maybe a drink or two, but I'm not, uh, I'm not, uh, getting toasted. Um, yeah, I think, I think I'm mostly, I'm mostly people watch. I think I'm also, uh, now, now that this is like past us, um, I, I definitely would whip out the compass to just kind of, uh, to take a look at what it's, what it's doing. So I might, so you might find me like in a, in a corner or just kind of like off to the side of the general party. Uh, you pull it out like now the compass? Uh, well during the party. Yeah. Uh, okay. Also the other thing that I might, uh, that I might do is just, uh, sketch some of the, um, uh, the people in the party. 
Okay. I think, I, think I would get Ned. I think I would get all of us. Uh, maybe a shot of um, just like the different armies that were together. So the people from Salt Marsh and the Lizard Folk and the other and the others. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you noticed that like from the old Lizard Folk lair, everyone was walking with a purpose, but like head down. Like the scene here is so different. Everyone's like got their head up. They're laughing. You can definitely feel the difference in the air um, and like just where they are. They feel like they're at home and everyone's definitely their spirits are a lot higher here and it's, it's visible. Um, as you pull out the compass, it is facing a different direction again. Right now uh, it is facing, it would be facing almost straight east, a little bit southeast. But like it doesn't move at all as you're like looking at it. It's just stuck face like pointing almost straight east. Alright. Earthel, what are you up to? Um pretty much what uh <laughs> that's just that as well. I'm gonna be sketching it up using, you know, my painter supplies. Probably taking down a few drinks while I'm doing so. Alright easy enough to do as you're like painting you'll see like one of the little little folk kids that kind of come over and like watching you and like looking at the paint and mm -hmm. looking for you and is the kid is slowly like reaching its hand out towards the paint the paint on the canvas or the bottles of paint the bottles <laughs> uh, they can touch that's fine you see it put a finger in pull it out and then lick it uh, like oh. make a face that's not for eating. <laughs> I lick it again. Like, you're right, it's not. And I start rubbing their finger on your canvas in the corner. Eh, that's fine. This is an easy fix. Alright, Ickney, you doing anything special? I'm probably eating a lot. It's hard being underwater in a full set of tin can, you know? <laughs> Even though I had that spell on me, I was pr probably still pretty exhausted. So I'm probably just chowing down and then like trading um, battle stories with any of the lizard folk that were actively, you know, oh, down there in, in combat. Confused. Yeah, they're listening out to like every word you guys say about any of the fights. Um, especially those that were like there, like you see a lot of people talking about the final fight if they were there, how you guys killed the the blade master so quickly. It's like you should have seen him. Like. So they ask you about that a lot. Team effort. And I'll, you know, just be, I guess, riling, try, not necessarily riling the crowd, but, you know, just like trying keeping to... Keep spirits high? Yeah, keeping spirits high. Because, right. I mean, we're celebrating, right? Yeah. Dorgax, what you up to? Pretty much just uh, getting sloshed. <laughs> All right. I survived. I'm happy. Everybody's safe. Um looking for some food after a few and uh yeah, just watching. Um trying to think if there's anything else I really need to do, and I don't think there is. Yeah, nothing else. Enjoying the party, enjoying life. All right. Guys party for a few hours. 
And then, after, um, after everyone's kind of eaten and people are drinking and more relaxed, um, Grimshaw will start retelling the story of the assault from their perspective, taking down the priestess, all the heroic deeds of our party and those helping us. Um, and then, because it definitely will be a crowd pleaser, the, the final assault, the big battle in the uh, arena, the killing blows against the champion and the baron, all that sort of stuff. All right, yeah. Leave in some, some nice bits about how cunning the lizard folk were with their ambush and, like, you know, throwing a bit about Odin Kent taking down three sharks single-handedly and all that stuff. You got one here, like, I saw that! I was there for that! Yeah. <laughs> Uh, after a few hours of drinking, everyone's had quite a few. Uh, you guys get ushered back down to the third floor. And as you go down there, you notice that the water levels are basically non-existent. There's like bits of water puddles on the floor, but it is cleared. And uh, everyone gets brought into the arena. And uh, Odin Kent is kind of in the middle and is waiting for everyone to take their seats and settles the crowd. And then she starts uh, talking to everyone. <clears throat> there it is. Okay. So you see her kind of stand up, and everyone kind of hush and take their seats. Uh, and she goes on to say, uh, our home has been retaken. And like everyone around you is like cheering, a little drunk at this point. Uh, our friends in the sea will be pushed around by this hogan no more, as she like points to the Calliathan, the Locuth, and the Merfolk, and they all, like, cheer. And we look forward to strengthening our bonds more in the future. And more cheers. She takes a moment to talk about those that they lost. There's, like, a moment of silence. And she turns towards uh, uh, Eleander. And to our new friends at Saltmarsh, we look forward to working with you in the future and more cheers and she turns to ned to our elven friends we will take you up on that offer we will come talk to you about joining the treaty as soon as we are established we've got new friends people and everyone's cheering and then she turns she looks at the crowd and she looks at the creatures on on her feet the baron hasn't been moved the blade master hasn't been moved and she points down at them we feared these monsters we have nothing to fear no more because of them. And she points to you and everyone like erupts, cheering. How do you thank those that are so clearly stronger? And there's more noise. There's nothing we have to give. So we must first say thanks. And she bows her head. And you see everyone around you, lizard folks, start to rise up. And they bow. And she does a single clap to her chest. And everyone else does it, and they start chomping, stomping their feet, celebrating. And then she goes, well, we can't offer you power. We offer you mystery. Bring out the box. And you see everyone kind of hush at that. As Odin Kent comes out holding uh, something wrapped in cloth. And she, like, holds it up. We found this. On our first day out of this home, brought us our first smile when it made Sorvin fall in the river. And everyone, you see people like laughing at that. 
And we could not figure it out for the life of us. And she pulls off the cloth and you see uh, like a six inch by six inch by six inch cube with long metal strips, ivy white strips, metal circles. And as she's holding it, you see that the parts she's touching are moving as she touches them. Hopefully this box will provide them with some way of becoming stronger. Maybe they'll figure out its mysteries. And she'll walk up to you and kind of bow her head. I hope you will take the puzzle box, the ever-moving box, and figure out what it's used for. And she'll kind of hold it out. Very graciously accept and return a gesture of gratitude. As you pick it up, you notice, like, as you, like, lift it up, like, one of the pieces slide up before you lift with it, and it's like, you notice that every piece on this moves. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> Into the bag. Yeah, I was going to hold on to it. Congratulations oh, on helping us. Here's a magical nuke. <laughs> uh... I'll, yeah, in, into the bag right now. This is a this is a problem for sober us to deal with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so you're right. As long as it doesn't cause problems in the bag, I guess. Um, it, what was the suggestion on how long they've ha- they've had it? Uh, they, they got it on the first day. They said that they got kicked out of this place. So six, seven months, you'd think. Where where did you find it? Ah, that is a great story. We were. Crossing uh, the uh, the river, the Dunwater River, and our uh, our sorbent here stepped on a rock and fell right in. The first time we laughed that day, and it was sitting there, perfectly unharmed, under the water, under that rock. Not a scratch on it. We tried to open it. We couldn't. We tried to pry it open. We couldn't. We tried moving those little pieces around, and we couldn't figure it out. We let that mystery keep us going for a little while. But we need it no longer, because we have our home! And with that, like, you hear cheers everywhere. And everyone's kind of like, people around Sovereign are kind of like laughing with him. And, like, clapping on his shoulder, and he's just kind of like taking it, you know? Mm-hmm. But they found it in the uh, Dunewater River. Neat. Yeah, like, again, sober us. Interesting. So, uh, so it must have been relatively close to where they ended up layering. Okay. That's all for me. Again, very appreciative of their kind gesture. All right. As the party starts to wind down, uh, you see Fireborn kind of doing his thing, leading his people to gather up to get ready to leave. Uh, because they are hopping on the boat with you, hopefully, to get back. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to abandon anyone. <laughs> All right, you guys are seen out. Thanked by everyone as you pass. Lots of stopping on the ground by people, cheering, people holding, like, shark's teeth and stuff. You guys are free to leave out and walk the short distance to where your boat has been anchored and secured, board up, we can start making our way back to uh, Salt Marsh. 
it's been a while since we've been back. There's probably new magic items, too. And with our new gold and platinum, we can probably get some cool stuff. Sounds about right. Possible. We don't really have much new cash. Like, we still have a big heap of it from the boat job. I still don't know why we got that much for it. Because uh, the rich dude was desperate. And we had to deal with a giant ship infested with spiders. Oh, and the Kraken. Uh -huh. I mean, he oh, didn't know about any of those things when there he was a Kraken. So. <laughs> I bet we could take the Kraken now if we went and found it. Uh, oh, I, no. Roll me a d20. <laughs> <laughs> Not without getting more movement for everyone. I mean, if the Kraken comes on land, I'll I'll give it a crack. I don't yeah, I don't want to sail out to the thing, but sure. If we want to, yeah. If oh, it wants so to come in roll one there, come out to the hills, then sure, give it a try. Yeah, but I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. All right, ship ride home. Very uh, enthusiastic. Uh, you guys noticed that only three people are brought onto the ship no longer alive. Seems that the Salt Marsh crew only lost three members during the, the fight. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's um, Sorry, this is wildly off topic, but it just occurred to me. Would the lizard folk have any merchants like up and running, or is it a little too soon after the battle for that? Uh, you didn't see anything of that of the sort. There seemed to be nothing set up. Alright, that's fair. Besides that's the fair. big fire pit and everyone cooking. <laughs> we still have like... <laughs> 300 gold worth of stolen goods in our bag of holding that I can't sell in Saltmarsh. <laughs> trying to think. Passive perception. I think it is Dask and Zorgax. You guys would both, on the ship right home, see Ned actively trying to hold his water. Like, he's sitting yeah. down, okay. trying, to, trying to be calm, but, like, he does not have a good time on this ride back. So that okay, so that leads into uh, some of the questions that I had. So um, getting to the fortress, um, how how did everyone get there? Uh, was Ned on a ship there? Yeah, he was on the ship with you guys heading to the fort because uh, he was a part of the assault squad. Okay. But everyone else that wasn't taking care of your ship, you had like a couple humans who were watching the ship. <clears throat> Uh, and they weren't a part of the assault squad, walked with the lizard folks uh, to the fortress. Um, okay. So then the uh, the next question I, I had was, um, as far as uh, Ned goes, what, uh, what was he doing for that celebration? I'll, I'll roll perception or insight, but I, I'm interested in knowing um like what people's like how how they were treating his contributions okay um yeah let's give, give me a either roll your choice uh perception a 19 uh you notice uh, a lot of the a lot of the times you saw him, when like, you, were, you were like wandering, he was talking either with Odin Kent, Sorvin, or the high priest, or the, the the priest lizard folk priest that was there. Uh, he was like always like talking with one of them, 
And you guess that it's something to do with the announcement of them talking about joining the treaty. Uh, but it seems like that presence of him being kind of by their side most of the time, a lot of folks took note of that and were like celebratory with him, gave him space. People didn't really know how to react to him, right? Uh, okay, so 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 the lizard folk uh, treated him well. Yeah, there was no like ill will at all. Okay, on the flip side of that, because uh, when we were running through town um, and talking to people initially about Ned, um, uh, he was uh, wasn't he regarded uh, was, as like a screw up? Yeah, it was a, it was a negative. So. Um, observing Ned, uh, commingling with his, uh, or with, with the salt marsh people, uh, were, were they receptive or were they still kind of, uh, giving him that treatment? Uh, you see the lower folks are like the, just the soldiers are like drinking with him cause they don't really speak lizard folk. Right. So there was no, like, it's not like he was like the ugly kid at a party. People weren't avoiding him uh the salt marsh crew were drinking with him and talking with him like asking about what happened when they like he was telling their story like your story basically of the attack and listening to like stuff that they were doing and how they were all like so he was he was intermingling with the the salt marsh crew soldiers wasn't like oh it's ned walk away there was none of that but now on the boat you see him kind of sitting there trying not to be sick <laughs> yeah i'd like to uh i'd like to walk up to ned um just kind of comfort him get uh distract him a little bit you guys really go out on this thing every day well not ev- every day but um you you get used i mean i was raised around ships um you get used to it eventually but hey, I um you you know this uh this area uh pretty well. I I I have a question for you. I picked up uh, a compass on the trip uh here, the like the initial trip to Salt Marsh. Um and it's been acting kind of kind of strange. Um it, uh I t- I took it to a shopkeep and they said it was busted. Um, but it, uh, seems to change direction, um, at will. Isn't that how a compass is supposed to work? Well, um, but it's like fixed. Well, yes, I, I, in a sense, but normally compasses, they point in one general direction, like, you know, uh, but this one seems to have, uh, like it's weighted differently depending on when when I look at it and uh, I I'll admit that I I don't I don't look at it very often but well right now and I'll pull it out and show it show it to him right now it's pointing east that's the way we're going so that's good Uh, sure um your memory directly East of us in, in the fortress. Um, I was talking to Oceanus, and he, uh, when when we initially found him, 
He had mentioned that um, there was uh, there was an island, an island town directly east. I think it's just just off the coast of of Seaton. Do you know what's there? Uh, no, I have no idea. I I never go out to sea. I wouldn't know anything past uh, past the coast. Unfortunately, I see him kind of think for a second like he's going to throw up and then kind of bring it back down. Sorry, I don't know much about the island island towns. What about uh, just magic in general? Is there weird magic here? Something that would cause like a compass to not point in the right direction? You see, you can kind of look around and make sure there's no one really around. And he looks back at you. Well, you guys obviously saw the rift, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, we're, we're we're aware of of that, of of w w what that is. Well, sort of, I guess. Uh, yeah. Well, it might, maybe it has something to do with that. Where'd you find this compass? There was um, an, uh, an abandoned ship. We had first entered in. So um, the captain uh, sent us to uh, investigate, find what we could find, and uh, mostly it was the, the captain's log that he was interested in. But I picked up uh, the compass just because I like to collect things. It seemed interesting. I didn't have one. Are you like holding the compass out of this plan, or? Uh, well, uh, yeah, I would I would show it to him until he's no longer interested in looking, and then I would put it away. But if he's still looking at it, then I would keep holding it up. If he wouldn't like, want to take it, I would hand it to him. See him, like, take it and, like, manually turn it so it's facing north and hold his thumb on it? There, it works now. <laughs> Just hold it, and you're good. And as he, like, uh, let's go, it springs back. <laughs> and it's pointing east again. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. well uh, it kind of defeats the purpose of a of a compass if you have to force it to tell you what direction to go. Uh, but okay, I wanted to see if you knew anything. Uh, um. Also, uh, your uh. Unsure what to call your 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 group uh, in Burl. Do you, well, actually, before I start into that, is is Ned wearing any uh, insignia, like anything that would suggest a rank or a group action or anything like that? Uh, he's got one like golden. Uh, emblem kind of like on his, like, as it's like a, it's kind of like a buckle, but it's like a strap holder. It's like gold and it's got like a, a design on it. And being with them for so long, you do see that the other two elves also have the same designed emblem, kind of like a symbol of sorts. Yeah. Um, we never really talked about what. 
um, where where you stand with um, Earl and uh, the elves. I'm curious, what what does this emblem mean? Uh, this is the emblem for the Silver Stand Elves. Uh, I have to wear it, unfortunately. I was told that I have to, being of the first family. So I wear it. Uh, it's a little flashy, but it's nice. Oh, I'm just and, an ally. Of... Sorry, Ned. Keep going. Don't know what else you would like me to say. Um, oh, um, the, uh, some of the other members that you're with, they they also wear the same emblem. Are, are they like at the uh, the same rank? Do you do you, do you, do you have ranks? Uh, you'll see their emblems are made of silver. Uh, they are of the second family. So they are, I guess, technically speaking, a rank below me. I'm not really into all of that, honestly, but technically speaking, yes, there are ranks. Um, first family, and he like touches it, is the top. The second family, and he kind of like points across the ship to the two that are like sitting on the boat, like watching the water. Uh they would be the second rank. And as he's talking about that, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's going crazy. I'm doing, I'm doing a bad that. job at distracting. Uh, nine. I'll keep that nine. Yeah, he's uh, going to blow some chunks and it's going to catch <laughs> your leg as you try to step out of the way. You got a leg full of, of ale and shark meat. Ooh, tasty combination. Oh, and he just kind of puts the finger up and runs off to the side and starts throwing up over the edge. Uh, after that, I'm just going to keep Ned company. Okay. All right. We're not doing anything else. We'll arrive back at Salt Marsh. We arrived at any apparent disasters as we have many times before. Town is gone. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't seem like it. Uh, uh, no, no burning ships. No, nothing seems to be out of place. So you guys pull up to your regular dock. Crew start unloading. You see Ned is like actively trying to be the first one off the ship. <laughs> really tempted to just like telekinesis shove him sideways into the water when he's on the gangplank. He is going quickly down the gangplank. If you're going to do it, now's the chance. No, I'll refrain. <laughs> Scrimshaw's not as mean as I am. All right. And Fireborn kind of like nods to you guys and starts sh- shouting orders, and people start cleaning your boat even uh, as some like pull stuff off, and he gets off and takes off. What would you guys like to do? Oh god, fuck, damn it. Uh we're billing the town the city council for transporting their troops. Um Ooh, good one. I like it, it didn't occur to me until just now, but yes, we're billing them for transporting their troops. Uh is it a little so, too late for that, though? Nope. This is a thing Scripture I would have thought of in advance. I just is got a patient it? one to do the assault. Yeah, it is. Are you <laughs> kidding? 
been very economically savvy this campaign. They'll they'll just get an itemized uh, list for our expenses. It's fine. We'll keep it to like a couple hundred gold. Nothing exorbitant. Um, but I guess we don't have to report to the council because we had one of them with us for the whole fucking thing. So, uh, I mean, what time of day is it when we arrive, I guess? Uh, so you guys assaulted the, the place early night, celebrated halfway through the day. So it would be evening by the time you guys got home. You'd be a little tired. Okay. So, I don't know, I guess hit up the magic shop, go to sleep, and then uh, tomorrow send the crew out to be fucking productive and earn some money. Yeah, and then we head inland to go lot. talk to a big fucking tree. Yes. Uh, are we going to the tree in Burl? Is that where it was? That's where yes. the... Yeah. Okay. We could just ask Ned and his elves if we can travel with them in the morning then, because I assume they're headed back to the Silver Strand. Oh, what about investigating the box? Do we want to spend some time tonight doing that? Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I assume it's just going to be an investigation rule. Or, right, we got to detect magic and things, right? Yeah. Yep. You we don't do. want it to end up like a I dagger don't. situation. This is... The, oh, no, you don't. Yeah, it's, it, this is going to be an <laughs> artificer problem. Like, honestly, just fucking sick the artificer on it and let him have fun. <laughs> I did say that. Yeah. You did. He tried to as, take the box. As you ask Ned and the others about mm-hmm. them joining, uh, Fel will kind of speak up. Uh, we have been told to escort you to Burrow, so we'll be waiting for you whenever you're ready. Uh, told Perfect. by whom? Uh, by the Wanderroot. He asked that we make sure you arrive safely whenever we come back. We knew uh, Wanderroot was hoping to speak with us. I did not realize that uh, you worked so closely. We'll be ready to travel in the morning. That's fine by us. Uh, what direction is my compass uh, pointing when we get into the town? It hasn't moved. It's still due east? Yeah, it's not like it doesn't even like like rotate okay. Okay. like a normal compass does. You know how a normal compass kind of, kind of like jiggling? Yeah. It does not move. Okay. So we're looking at the the puzzle box. What are we doing? Uh, mm-hmm. First, we're gonna. Oh, take no ten way. minutes to do this. Oh, we got arrested. Um, yeah, I'm gonna roll a couple things too and see what I can do to help him out. Uh, we've rested, so. I mean, I'll just sure. cast guidance on whoever is looking at this, the box. And just double check something really quickly. Oh dear! Infernal, hmm? fucking cursed! <laughs> I wait, wait. I use my thing. I've got it. Don't worry, guys. I still don't think it's pinged anyone. Boom! There we go. The presence of strong evil registers on your senses, like a noxious odor and powerful good rings, like heavenly music. Uh, you know the location of any celestial fiend are undead. You think this little six-inch box is holding an undead or a fiend inside it? I have no idea, <sighs> but I'm about to know. Presence. You did not get anything from it. All right. 
All right. Um, I assume that we finished a rest, right, on our way here? Um, uh, yeah. 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 Okay. So Tales from the Beyond would have reset. So oh, let's see what we got here. I'm going to go ahead and get my stuff back. Beard, that map is from the ship. You took it off the... It was full of spider webs, and you pulled it off the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. (laughs) I might re-roll this a few times, because I'm trying to get a specific one to help. uh, How can you re-roll it a few times? (laughs) uh, I can use a... I can... Oh my god, where's the fucking thing? When I'm holding my spiritual focus, I can use a bonus action to expend a use of my bardic inspiration and roll on the table. I can do that as much as I want. I, I just oh, will okay. run out of bardic inspiration. I'm pretty sure, right? Let me double check. Yeah, you retain only one of these tales in your mind at a time. Rolling on the table immediately ends the effect of the previous tale. So okay. I, yeah, basically, just I get to keep one on deck. Fuck, it's a great one, but it's not the one I want. Trying again. <laughs> Yes, that is the one I want. All right, uh, so I'm going to give him Tale of the Clever Animal and a Bardic Inspiration. So uh, for 10 minutes, whenever he makes an Intelligence, Wisdom, or Charisma check, he rolls an extra die, um, which, because my Bardic Inspiration is a D8, it's a D8, so he adds a D8 to all of his D20 rolls on Intelligence, Wisdom, or Charisma checks for the next 10 minutes. And then he also has a Bardic Inspiration. So I'm time to get investigating. So, um... Buffed over the ass. As you as you are identifying this, you start noticing that as you move a piece, it opens up motion to move another piece in a different way. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they just keep going. And I'm gonna need uh, an intelligence check from you if you want to try and open this. Oh uh, yes, of course. You want an actual flat intelligence check? Uh, oh, actually, there's a, there's a fucking actual thing that's called, isn't there? Yeah, it's, I think you want investigation. investigation. But you want right, pure intelligence? Yeah. I'll, I'll do that for you. <laughs> investigation plus 2d8 and a d4 if guidance is happening. Yeah, guidance is happening. So investigation plus a what? 2d8 <laughs> and a d4. All right, let's see what, how this works I, out. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're doing it uh, and you make everyone aware, I've got uh, I've got proficiency. I can give you advantage as well. Uh, how, how's the 28 look? <laughs> you are pulling on this thing and pulling and pulling and you like you're like moving stuff and you're going faster and faster as you do. And you do one wrong pull and the whole thing snaps back into place on you. Mm-hmm. Kind of like spins and you look at it and it's like changed and you don't know how to seriously with the 28 we couldn't open this thing yeah it's, it's gonna be a dc 30 impossible yeah i've got one more bardic inspiration to grant i believe um Earthel, if you check that, we can do it again if we take a long rest what i can you, do a flash of genius I believe you have a new ability, unfortunately. I do have that. Yeah, let me toss that in. I didn't think it works on me, though. Does it? I think it does. Check it. Uh, let me check, yeah. When you, oh, it does. I can. Oh, hey, let me do that. I forgot about that. I read it. I I didn't. I saw when another creature you see. Okay. Uh, so then that's a plus four. That makes it 32. 
give that another shot. <laughs> so it snaps, and you see everyone else like, oh, and you just like, I fucking got this. And you just do the exact same pattern again, and you see where you messed up. There's like a thing you had to push down first, and you push it down and flick and flick and flick and spin and flick and twist. And this thing just doesn't stop, and you just keep going, going, and all of a sudden, one of the sides pops. And you can lift a whole face, and you slide the face open. <laughs> and inside it is a little scroll rolled up. Well then, <laughs> let's see what's on it. Let's hope we're not. Yeah. I need to. Uh, if everyone's that. ready. Yeah. Send it. Answer. And just in bow. case. The Scrimshaw should probably have the hat, just in case it's in a language we don't fucking know. I mean, yeah, like Boop and, yeah, we're set. Uh, <laughs> it is written in Infernal. Great. Mm-hmm. That's on brand. And yeah. uh, the very big ledge at the top, you see written, it says, The Contract. And it's like underlined and clicker feed really nicely. And as you're like, you're kind of like slowly unrolling this thing, like flinching as you go. So you read that and you unroll a little bit more. And uh, the first line uh, you read, it says four uh, in brackets, Gratilda, quotation marks, Granny, Nightshade, quotation marks. Oh, do you say that out loud? No, so know what it says. No, <laughs> absolutely not. I'll say it telepathically. Not even that much. You speak Infernal. Can you read Infernal? Well, he's got the I cap mean, of comprehend yeah. languages, doesn't he? I mean, or whatever one of it was. you do, so only one of you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, it, it, we can share it, but, but yeah, no, script chart. Just like, oh shit, this is a contract between someone and the the one who shall not be named. <laughs> Uh, I'll get everyone to roll a religious religion check. Guidance. Yeah, can I guide or? Uh, no, no, this would Maybe. be just. Right. This isn't like you thinking. This is just like off the top of your head of what you would. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I got yep. That's on par. Uh, you said religion. Wait. Yeah. Dragonborn or canonically atheist. <laughs> Grimshaw, as yep. you're holding this starting to read it you know you're holding a deal that was made between she who not shall not be named and a devil of some sort you know these things have to be written on paper in order for them to work and they are binding and very very powerful yeah as you scroll down a bit more you get the names contract drawn up by uh Tita Villas. I just write that. Tita Watchies? Tita Villas. Tita Villas. Uh and uh it's like um for the purposes of uh Lord Dispatter. Ooh. And it goes into like make a bunch of there's a bunch of like demands of what Grey Nightshade has to accomplish and what she gets in return. And it's like power, certain abilities. And one line stands out to you. Uh, Grey Nightshade must 
pull uh, enemies uh, out of the drowned forest for X amount of hours and in return will be granted this, this, and this. And at the bottom you see it signed twice. And it looks like you're holding a contract that Granny Nightshade made with a devil. Hmm. All right. I'm going to... Uh, I don't know who's actually holding the contract, but if anyone tried to hand it to Scrimshaw, he's absolutely using Bay Chan to touch it. He's not in direct contact with it. Because uh, it seems like real bad juju. Um, we should put this back in its box. Uh, this explains a lot, but it's a it's a deal between a very evil god. I feel like Despater's a god, right? Mm, and you are not aware. Not aware? Okay. Not with that religion check. <laughs> Isn't he? Or is he just like a super... Oh, he's... Alright. Um, cool, yeah. This is... Okay. Well, shit. Some heckin' evil stuff right now. Uh... All right, I don't, I don't know what to do with this right now. Having this is gonna, this is a thinker. Yeah, and I'd rather not have to open this box again if we put it back inside. You can open the box again without any difficulty now that you know how it works. Yeah, you look down at it and you just remember the pattern. You're like, oh, that was so fun. Look how cool that thing was, and you can just do it at okay. will. Cool. Then if that's the case, cool. Last line of the item description. Thanks to identify cough. <laughs> Um, I wasn't to be opened so quickly. <laughs> hey, we leveled uh, up. Maybe we had waited a week or two. <laughs> I yeah, I, I can just do stupid good buffs on in checks if I have the right roll on my fucking tails. Um, cool. I think this might be this might be something that warrants some discussion with the tree that we're going to talk to tomorrow. Hmm, that's probably a good mm -hmm. idea. Alright. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. On. Any new stuff in the magic item shop? Yeah. Uh, are you all going? Yeah, yeah we should go. Yeah. So go. Uh, Give me a... I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm going to go back to uh, the woodcarver's guild. Alright. Zugan, give me a constitution check. Savings throw, I mean. Sorry. I'm just going to swim across this time. I can do it. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. No roll needed. Uh, you guys get across and head up towards uh, the magic shop, and you see a big closed sign on the door. Wow. You knock. Nothing. No one there. All right. No, so much for that play. Uh, I am not evil. I am not evil. Not, not evil. <laughs> I do have invisibility now. Not evil. I am You're not evil. Why does everyone yep. always think breaking into a magic shop's a good idea? <laughs> that's not. That's yes. I know. It's, it's slightly evil, but I'm going to say it's like that's maybe thirty percent evil. It's at least seventy percent just stupid. Because <laughs> there's an extremely high chance that y'all are going to get caught. And then, yeah. and then suddenly we we've destroyed our relationship yeah, with the most important town in the area. 
There's it's no like, positive. We've done that once. We don't want to do that again. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We know how poorly, yeah, we know how shitty life is when you, the only safe haven you have is a fucking winery in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. <laughs> that doesn't even no produce thing. anything. They yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even make wine. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought you were talking about Van Dalen. No. That's what you're doing in the in the woodcarvers. Checking in and uh, uh, getting rumors, getting just like general like talk in general about what like what's going on and stuff. Uh, you see the woodcarvers like busy like working on a couple bows, and she'll actually tell you this has been like the best week of my life for work. I've gotten so many new customers come in. Uh, with all the all the burl folk that are down here for the for the week, everyone wants new new weapons made. It's a good thing I got wood. I'd offer to help, uh, but uh, I think we are off in the morning. This is this is what I'm best at. Just me and my craft. I'll get all the orders done in time. No worries. And you look over. There's like thirty bows already piled up on one shelf, like ready to be stringed. And the the Burl folks have like they haven't even been in town for a week yet, right? Attending. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, less than that. Crazy, yeah. crazy. Okay. Um. So yeah, I, I would I would probably uh, uh try a little bit just to see if like any like weird things had been mentioned, uh, rumors of activity. Uh, outside of Salt Marsh. No, it's been pretty quiet. Bro folk didn't have to do anything down here. Not once were we attacked. Good, good. Well, I just, I just wanted to check in and make sure things are okay. Uh, we are heading to Burl in the morning. Um, uh, I don't know how long we'll be gone. Did you take this for me? And she like runs, she like jumps down off the table she was working at, runs up her like her desk and comes back and there's like a a sheet of paper and you look at it it's a bill uh to burl okay sounds good we don't deliver thank post you. for free thank you thank you thank you <laughs> safe on those roads just because we haven't been attacked doesn't mean they're not out there still she like flicks her nose of course and she goes right back to work Oh, um, and I, I also wanted to thank you for the bow that you crafted for me. Working it's, good, isn't it? It's been wonderful. Beautiful wood. Hope you enjoy it. Make sure you don't lose it. Some of my best work, that is. That's it. All right. But anyone has anything else they like to do before they sleep for the night? No. Want to take a long rest? Take a short Five minute break. This doesn't mean go to sleep. Yeah, no, that does not mean go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Awake bright and early. What's our plan? Guess we're headed to Burl, right? I know. Uh, I thought we were going to talk to the tree and figure out more about this contract. The tree that's in. Yeah. I meant the tree that's in Burl. But. Ah. Yeah. Uh, If we if we don't head up. So, Burl, this tree is going to be sad at us. All right. <laughs> yeah, also, yeah, based on the way 
the trees have interacted and communicated with us, it seems like the tree in Burl is the more senior tree? Yeah. Do we want to swing by the shop? If it's still closed? It could have been because it was late. Yeah, let's see if they're open first thing in the morning. Closed. Closed for business. All sold out. Jesse, why don't you want us to have an infinite supply of game-breaking magical items at our disposal? Give us Shardlands! <laughs> Make that same mistake Beard did. Yeah. We so abused that. Hey, that was great. Okay, It was. It wouldn't have been as bad if we didn't have a warlock in the party, but... No, what we're talking about... The the very short version is that in our Fandolin campaign, Beard gave us magical hand grenades. Like a hundred of them. Uh-huh. And and so uh, I, I don't think Beard realized that it was going to be super problematic until the first time we had to fight a dragon. And, and we rolled up on the dragon and I went, I take five of the magical hand grenades and smash them into the dragon. And then yep. the dragon died. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, an action to use. An action to use. Now I got no. I I reminded myself because I started uh, started putting notes together for that campaign. So uh, yeah, there were crystals that would store a spell, and it it activated on the crystal shattering. Yeah, so super super like, fragile, super yeah. fragile. So yeah, yeah you can it's easily like, crush them in your hand or toss them, and they break on contact. Yeah. Uh, really cool. Really Do we cool still things. have any? Yeah, yeah. Uh, bunch, but yeah, we're running out of like we're running out of fireballs. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Roland has a bandolier. That's stuck. all right because I remember he had like a bandolier, and like the only the only downside of these things was like if we trip, we're dead. We kill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Yeah. No, I thought we were going to use him at one point with the wyverns as like air raids like we were just gonna fly over things and just drop a bunch of these things was that a plan i don't recall that i thought we would have talked you out of that situation <laughs> well we haven't done it but yeah i i thought at one point that was a plan no it wasn't ever <laughs> okay okay that's good. let's get back on topic uh so you guys go back to the shop it is closed still a little early but it is closed no no sign of any change from last night. As you make your way, no sign of foul play, right? Doesn't look like it. It's closed. The doors closed and locked. Look in the windows. Windows are all closed, but doesn't seem like anything's out of place. Okay. Uh, as you guys walk towards the front gate, you'll come across the row of tents, and you see people like are they're starting to like pack down everything. Tents are starting to come down as people wake up and start packing up. Um, and you see, like, amongst them, there's, like, a nice larger tent. And sitting outside of it, you see uh, Fel, one of the elves, that is waiting for you. Kind of stands up as you guys approach, and asks you'd see his silver emblem on his chest still. Uh, it's changed clothes, but he's still wearing it. And uh, he'll like, oh, we will uh, grab Ned, wake him, and we'll be ready to leave soon as in, in just a moment. And he goes in, and you can hear him like waking Ned up, and he's like, ah. Takes about 
10 minutes, 15 minutes. And Ned comes out disheveled, but awake, dressed. And you see Fowl just kind of go over to one of the, the burrow people and like points to the tent and they like nod their head. And they start taking it down. And you guys are free to leave. Uh, nine of you. Out on the uh, road. What is uh, Scrimshaw's uh, blessing that he has awarded us? I mean, yeah, if them taking down the tent takes 10 minutes, then it's the same one as always. Everyone gets 10 temporary hit points. Wonderful. But no. And you said? Yep. Right. No, it's 11 now. Because we leveled up. Wait. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. We're seven, right? Level seven? Yes. Level 13. One more hit point. Ooh, I'll take right it across the whole party. That's six more hit points. That's a whole. That's an entire level one wizard right there. Well, I mean, all the temporary hit points are like a whole character, like a whole level ten wizard on. <laughs> <laughs> and level one wizard. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So you guys will notice. Over the course of your walk to Burl, first hour, Ned's kind of like still waking up. After the second hour, you guys going to stop to eat. And Ned's like rejuvenated. And he starts asking you guys a lot of questions about uh, the Sahakan Fortress and the fight. Just very interested in everything that went down. And he's telling you about things he did that you saw him do. Like... <laughs> Like he talks about how he went in and took out the one that was that that was good, that was on guard, but you were all right there for it. I feel like Ned isn't Ned, but then again, telling us what he did when we were right there is kind of a Ned thing to do. <clears throat> well, I mean, but that's not any different than what we we had done that night. Sharing that's true about what happened in the arena, and everyone was there. I, uh, Dask would would welcome the stories. Very, very, uh, yeah, very, very interested in it. As the hours go on, you see Ned starting to pick up on the lack of enthusiasm from the others, and he's basically just telling you now, Dask. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you, um, I mean, I, I, I think, I think there was some doubt on your ab abilities. You are very good at w what you do. I mean, think of how brave you were. Stormed into that room to take out uh, the Sohagen. Hell, you you boarded the ship. That's something that you made very clear to begin with. That that was something you weren't comfortable doing, but you moved past it. You overcame it. Yes. Yes, I gotta face my fears for my friends. And I'm always gotta be the first one in the room, you know? Gotta make sure everything's okay. And nothing can ever hit me. I'm too quick. You see, I'm like, do like dodging and stuff as you walk. No one can ever get hit on me. It's like dodging around. But you know, you know, you saw. And that's probably the last time I ever get on a boat, though, by the way. So. Well, I mean, it is our boat. <laughs> you should join us sometimes oh god no 
I like I said, you, you get used to it after a while. I'm still not used to going into the forests. <clears throat> okay. Anyone want to say anything else before we get to Burl, or are we just walking? Just be walking, keeping an eye out. I know that we've had some weird experiences on this road before. So. Um, whilst Ned is distracted talking to Dask, Rimshaw's going to talk to the other two elves and see if we can get a sense for, like, did Ned, like, perform as expected through this whole affair, or did he do better or worse than they would have thought, or, like, is he meeting or exceeding expectations? Like, are they aware that he's actually a badass, but are just constantly annoyed by him, or, like, what's the deal there? Uh, Master Ned is extremely talented when he puts his mind to it. You should know that. You saw the way he handles himself when he needs to. Uh, but doesn't change the fact that our job was, was to keep him safe, so that's what we did. But yes, he, he handled himself well, don't you think? He did. It seems as though he does not always put his mind to such things, but it, it's good to know that in times of dire need, he is dependable. He's, he's still learning. He's learning quick, though. Is what happens when you train properly. A half-elf or an elf-elf? He is a half-elf. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, I was going to say, that kind of changes things. I mean... Does that cause his... tension? Yeah. Yeah, is, is, are his companions half-elves or full-elves? They are both full-elves. Yeah, I'm not going to dig into that one. <laughs> yeah. Years of therapy coming up. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's a whole very personal family dynamic there that I'm not gonna delve into with the guards. <laughs> yeah. Just in case. Huh. So you guys arrive at Burl and you see the first group of uh uh soldiers that have returned. There's like a pile of tents and stuff people are like set, like cleaning up here it seems people had left even before you and beat you here the first group of soldiers that returned from salt marsh and uh i always forget their names i gotta go grab their names <clears throat> where are they uh Fedoro and cal uh just kind of walk with a purpose, you know? Once they get into Burl, they walk straight to the bridge, over the bridge, and in. And you guys can follow suit. Uh, you go inside, and, you know, it's busy. There's people moving about. And, uh, you see Cal kind of go up to the tree first and talk to him. And then step away. And you notice him, like, signaling. He just, like, puts one hand over another up up towards the wall. And if you're looking, you see one guard, like, wave at it. And he does it to the other side. Another guard wave at it. And as you guys come in, in a matter of 30 seconds, you got two bells being rung. Gong, gong. And as you walk in, you see people just kind of stop what they're doing and start exiting the fortress. People leaving buildings and just leaving out the main gate 
Uh, you I'm see... sorry, we were we were entering in the gate as this was happening. Yeah, you walked in, saw uh, Cal like signal to people after talking to Wanderoot, and then everyone just starts clearing out after the the bells. Not oh. like in a panic, not running, but just like leaving. Oh, they know this is this is a big deal. You see Kira. Privacy. You see Kira kind of leave the main building, kind of stop at Wanderoot as you guys are walking up, nod, and walk past you guys and wave. And she leaves as well. Um, okay. I'm sorry. There was a. Uh, you said. Uh, I'm sorry. It, was that the captain? Yeah. The yeah. As, as she's passing, as she's passing. Oh, um. Uh, I, I, I don't know how much time we have here, but um, the, the Woodcarver's Guild in uh, Salt Marsh, they wanted me to hand this to you, and I'll just pass her the, the bill. Okay, as you pass her the bill, you see a silver emblem on her chest as well. Dang, okay. Same as Fedoro's and uh, Kel's. And she says thank you. Walks out. And you know Kira is a half-elf as well. Uh, there's a few chairs brought out, placed around Wanderoot, and the people that brought him out promptly leave after the fact. You guys go up. Wanderoot hasn't shown himself yet. He just seems to be waiting. And then probably 15, 20 minutes, the doors, the gates close to the fortress. And it seems the only people inside are you, Ned, the two half-elves, and Wanderoot as he shows himself. Thank you for coming so quickly, my friends. Of course, this seemed a matter of some importance. Ah, I guess we should get right right to business, then. Ah. Master Zuko, I, I assume it was you that told them about the rifts then? As his head kind of turns to you, Zuko, sitting in your chair. Um, no, actually, we discovered that in our tower. But, uh, to go to what you said before, um, I am home. Yes, you are. This is uh, quite a sight, actually. This is the first time the treaty will have all three members present for a meeting in forever. Thank you for coming. Um, no, no problem. So, wait, you found out about it through a tower. The wizard Xenopus had discovered the rift and made notes. Uh, do you hear Wanderer kind of curse under his breath? <laughs> that damn fuck. You found his tower? Yes. We have been looking for that place forever. Did you. You didn't run into uh, Redtail, did you? We did. Unfortunately. You see his face kind of disappear again. You 
know that that means it's like talking somewhere else. <clears throat> well, that has to be a problem for another day, I guess. Uh, well, I guess there's no point keeping it a secret anymore. You know of the rifts. Uh, then you know what our treaty was made to protect. There are more than we expected. Um, but apologies for interrupting, but we, we're kind of like side eye Zugum, have not had the treaty explained to us. Um, I'm inferring that it's an agreement between druids, elves, and ents to defend the rifts, but if you could confirm that, I would be most appreciative. Oh, right. Um, well, yes, the treaty is made up of those three clans. Uh, there's the treants of the Dreadwood Forest, led by uh, the first family, uh, Pervaris, and the second family, me, Wandaroot. Uh, there's the elves of the Silverstand Forest, led by uh, Folin, Ned's father, the first family. And uh, the second family is uh, the Talbots, yeah, grandchildren, Kalin Fedoro. Mm -hmm. You see a branch kind of point towards them. Uh, also of the second family is our gracious host here. <clears throat> but she's not part of most of the uh, business around. And then there is the the druids of the Drowned Forest. Led by uh, the orc leader, Clorn Chimera of the first family. And... Mora Felgrass of the second family, but we haven't heard from any of them for some 200 years until young Master Zugum returned. Your blood stands out to us. It's good to have you home. Sorry about outside. Anyways, I, I hope that good to be home. So, how did you first of all, come across this tower. We've, we've been looking for it for four, five hundred years. So had the people of Saltmarsh um, Scrimshaw go on to quickly relay the whole fucking tower incident. Mm -hmm. Wasn't it just there? Like, it was a tower. We I mean, it was, yeah, like, there was some illusory stuff going on that, like, you had to be pretty much on top of it before you spotted it, but... Yeah. Yeah. Apparently everyone mm. else just sucks at wandering aimlessly through the woods. <laughs> and you said there was, over a rift? Like me. there was a rift there? Yes. Um, Xenopus had made a map of all the rifts that he was aware of and some that he suspected. Uh, at this point, we've personally witnessed two of the rifts. You guys are at... I made a sketch of the map, if you want to see it. Ah, oh, that would be quite nice. I'll, I'll say, it is sketch. lovely to see all three first families here. Uh, it's probably making 
Granny Nightshade go crazy down in those um, woods. About that, um, we've also recently come into a contract uh, between her and Dispater. Yeah, Titty Villas is on behalf of Dispater. May may I see it? That's like four. Oh wait, we still the letter. I thought we put it back in the box. Sorry. Yeah, we can take it out of the box though. I was gonna be like, that's a four-hour process. We'll open the bag and we can. The six-second process now. It's fine. Yeah, six-second process now. Just gonna watch as you open that box quickly as a fiddle. Oh Jesus. Ah, I can't read that. That's unfortunate. Oh, um, I think I can help with that. Uh, Scrimshaw pull the pull out the helm of comprehend languages to kind of like, like try and figure out where like the best spot for for the treant's head is, and just kind of like put the cap on him for a, <laughs> a second. Little, a little branch will come down and yeah. poke it uh, and hold it up. Yeah. And wait. Ah, well, that's quite handy. Take the, take the helm back. Wow, that makes things a little more clear. Seems our problems weren't two random incidences at the same time. They were working together. Ah, well, this is not, not good. So, how did you guys find the castle? The the tower. Hi, uh, first of all, how did you? you said, was Red Redtail we heard was there, but we could yes. never find it. The the Redtail, the demon uh, snake creature you speak of, was trapped in a magically sealed room. It had been for uh, several hundred years. It did kill Zenopus. Uh, his last act was entrapping it. That's probably why we couldn't find it. He was quite clever, that one. Well, uh, and you told him where that was, right? Dask, you showed him the map. Yeah. The map mm-hmm. of where they all are? Yes. Yes, it seems it's time we bring the salt marsh into the treaty. We're not going to be able to cover that rift. What's this one out in the, the water? We have not investigated those yet. Um, we believe that Xenopus was uncertain as to whether those were rifts or not. Okay. Well, probably wondering why I brought you guys here so suddenly. <clears throat> yes. I must assume after hearing you guys talk of the rifts, I expected Zugum to know more and have told you guys more. Us too. <laughs> and what, what brings you home, Zugum? I don't know. Something good. Other than my ship getting destroyed. From what Zugum's told us, this is his first time out in the city. Yeah, that makes sense. Your family left 200 and some years ago? Well, I never thought we'd uh, 
have all three uh, first families here at once. So I never thought this day would come. But I'm afraid I must ask you guys big favor. I'm assuming you're going to want to take the Drowned Forest back at some point to come. I know uh, the elves might have trouble joining you in that fight being led by by Folan. But I think if we take care of Granny Nightshade, then it might be easier to convince him to come out of the forest once again. <clears throat> oh, this is something that uh, I wasn't supposed to tell anyone. I'm not even supposed to know about it. Uh, supposed to be only the first family from each of the treaties that had this secret. But when the first family of the elves died suddenly and left Fullen in charge, he had not been made aware. And as you guys are aware, the first family of the Treants is busy. And uh, uh, Dask, you'll see uh, Wanderoot kind of like tap your bow. Kind of reach out and tap your bow. Uh, so, before the Preferis family locked herself in place in the woods to protect them, she passed the info on to me. Uh, there is a door in the Dreadwood Forest. I believe you've already been there. Uh, Earth open, you know, kind of turned to you. Uh, yes. Uh, I was helping figure out how to open it. On to no luck, first... I assume? Uh, not much. Uh, seems that the second families are the ones who know now, but, uh, uh, Fedoro and Cal brought you there to see if there was another way to open it. But having... The first family's here. It makes it possible again. That door will only open when a member of each blood family is present. And it seems that Granny Nightshade is aware of that. Seems to be attacking the city more and more. I'm not sure how she knows you guys are in there. But now that we have a member of the first family from each of the the three families and the kind of a branch will extend to Ned and to Zugum and to Dask. Uh, the door can be opened and we can rid the forest of Granny Nightshade for good. We trapped her down there long ago but without the druids around. We could never go down and finish the drop. Is this something you guys uh, would be willing to do? Zugum, you are needed in order to open the door. 
Ned, I know you hate the forest, but you are needed as well. You see Ned's really looking down now. He's like, fuck. Thing is, though, I don't think I can do it because I'm not magical like my family. In your blood, I sensed it the first time I saw you. You are of the first family. Should work. As far as defeating her. Yes, that will not be an easy task. Uh, this contract makes it even scarier. I don't know how strong she's gotten. Uh, but we do know she has enemies. We could find them. Find ways to weaken her, I'm sure. I'm sure it's possible. Yeah. A hag who seems to hate her. That might be a bonus. A hag. Uh, which, where, where is that hag? Which direction? Towards the ground floor. She asked me if I, she had permission to enter it again. Leona. Did you, you didn't give her permission, did you? I wasn't sure what she said, so I just said, uh, sure. Oh. <laughs> uh, did she say she didn't like uh, the nightshade, Granny? I believe she did. did she? She gave us advice on how to prevent her abilities, Anna. They, they seemed at odds, but they are also both hags, so it might be uh, something of a power struggle. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe they used to be in a coven. But that was long ago. So maybe she is an ally you, you can find. Oh. Uh, go ahead, yeah. No, 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 it's fine. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, my mine doesn't relate to this it's line fine. of questioning. So. That's fine. Um, you had mentioned um, Redtail uh, from oh, the Wizard's right. Tower. Actually, we should bring that up for you, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably <laughs> a good idea. <laughs> um, do you uh, know of any way of permanently banishing him forever and always. Yes, if it wasn't clear, Grimshaw would have described that red tail is out and gunning for us. Or at least specifically... uh, No, specifically me. (laughs) Specifically me. That is not an easy task. Uh, Red tail is one of the more prevalent enemies the treaty has faced. She disappeared a while ago, and we didn't know where until it was kind of assumed um, that she got to the wizard. Yes, that is what happened. Uh, would would you know of any individuals in this area with sufficient arcane knowledge to repair the trap that held Redtail for several hundred years? Because uh, we... See- had to deactivate it. Um, 
the fedora will kind of stand and uh my uh grandmother Thea might might be able to do it she is um the head of the order and the head of the second family but I'm not sure how that would help make the other families feel if we were to control two rifts. But it's something we could bring up, talk about. I think if uh, if if uh, what the wizard wrote is correct, um, he still controls that rift. Ah, that and rift might be lost for time. Uh, yes, if his remains were inaccessible, that would be the case, correct? Yeah, but we have some of his... Uh, <laughs> well, I'm not saying that out loud. I, 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 right. Oh, were oh. you not saying that out loud, or were you saying that out loud? Come on now. No, I thought I thought Urzatz was just... Okay, never mind. Yeah, it's going to show heavily intimating to the tree that, hey, it's not a problem because the wizard's bones have disappeared. Uh, that would be the case, but I'm not sure how how you would use it to uh, reseal Redtail in there. Uh, the the well, I don't know if the rift was involved in sealing Redtail. Uh, there was a room uh, with many arcane spells and wards and apparatuses and the like. If the wizard of that power had access to the rift, I guarantee you it was involved. Well, and I'm not sure if you'll even be able to get the creature to go back down there. Uh, There, he is uh, quite intelligent and uh, quite mean. If you get on his bad side, we're extremely on its bad side. Nobody else is. I'm the only one on its bad side. I imagine if like it sees us again, it's going to be like, oh, hey, what's up? When? When it sees us again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was really kind of hoping to not bring it up <clears throat> because I was hoping Jesse was going to forget. Um, <laughs> no, but you know, he isn't. <laughs> I, I, I one can hope one can <laughs> hope. <laughs> um, that's, that's not. The, it, it, neither, neither in D anD D nor in real life is not talking about your problems and hoping they'll go away. The right approach. <laughs> hmm. Maybe I'll just take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but that yeah. is an enemy that we can try and help with. We have fought her off, bef- her off before. Ah, uh, well, that's great one of the first real enemies of the treaty. You know, those creatures smart enough and strong enough to seek out power makes these rifts great target. Good to know, though, that there are more than the three that we had access to out there. If we can find the one that the wizard had, that would be a fourth. And it seems like our new lizard friend folks will have one. Uh, yes. If the three in the Dreadwood, Silver Strand, and Drowned Forest are confirmed, we've 
personally interacted with the ones in the Tower of Xenopus and the Lizard Folk Fortress. So there are at least five, um, potentially eight. Do, uh, do we know who, who was in control of the Lizard Folks? Is that one? It was uh, a Sahagan priestess who is has been captured. That's good. So we can use her blood. Oh, wait. It, it, yeah, no, she's still in control, right? You would know by this point that you are technically the last one to use that. Oh, rift. tits. Like, okay. But uh, actually, technically, that rift is in my domain now. Oh. Is that something you wish to keep? I'm thinking about it. I am still learning uh, much about these rifts and this area. I have no intention of uh, spending the rest of my life here, although we do still have business to resolve, clearly. I don't have any intention of using the rift at present. Um, so I will defer to your judgment. If you think it's safe in my hands for the time being, I shall retain it. If there is a guardian the treaty would appoint, then I would turn the rift over to them. I think we can keep it in your hands until the lizard folk have joined us. Would you mind if... Uh... We just collect a bit of your blood so we can just give it to them when we feel they're ready to take control. No, no, we don't have to bother you wherever you are. And if we find out that you've... something bad has happened to you, we can use it instead of having to track you down, or...? Uh, how trustworthy is this tree? <laughs> we can make an insight check. I'm very torn on this. Like, on the one hand, yes, this argument makes sense. But on the other hand, I don't want to just leave my blood with someone. That feels questionable. Did you say insight? Yeah. Oh, fuck. And this tree seems to be telling you a bunch of secrets right now. Seems pretty trustworthy. I, I guess, yeah, I can leave a little bit of blood with the tree. If you want, I will make sure it never leaves my, my sight. I would very it is much ready to be used. There, there is an evil, immortal demon snake that has terrible wishes for us, so... Yes, we will not get in here. Um, has a move to ask. Uh, you'll see uh, Cal kind of stand up and pull out a small glass vial and, like, hold it out to you. Great, I'll just take out one of my daggers do the old slicey slice bleed into the bottle and cap it and you'll see the tree kind of unwind a bit and the, a spot open up and he wraps it up and puts it in the tree and uh, winds back up oh, nifty no one will even know it's here alright so sorry just out of character to summarize because this has been a whole yeah. lot of shit um so they knew about three rifts and yep. made a treaty between the elves, druids, and trees to keep the rifts defended and secret and safe. Yeah. Um, and Granny Nightshade is trying to overthrow this treaty and seize control of the rift 
or rifts? He is trying to control the rift in the Dreadwood. Dreadwood. Okay. And so we know that the Dreadwood is a problem because that's where Granny Nightshade is, but she is trapped underground or in a secret room behind a locked door. And despite being trapped there, she's still exerting some influence over the Dreadwood. Yes. She, you would be told, is right now with the rift, but trapped. Okay. And... And, well, real quick, our our knowledge of the uh, curse. I, th- I think I think it's a curse. Well, uh, with with Granny Nightshade, if you say her name out loud, uh, she knows where you are. Like she can find you in particular, or uh, it like puts eyes out there, eyes and ears, and she can hear conversations. Something what's, about what's been instructed to us. Easier to enter your dreams. Yeah, if you've said her name, it makes it harder to uh, avoid her when you're in the Dreamwood within her domain. Um, But if she, but if it's in a dream state, then she would know what you're dreaming. You don't know that much. Okay, we do some kind of like freaky nightmare. She reaches out to you. All I know. Is this dude just said her name with with no issue whatsoever, and he's got your blood, and uh, he's got yeah. So the the one well, there's there's two two (laughs) mitigating three. There's potentially three mitigating factors. One, he's a tree ant; they might be built differently. Two, it sounds like her powers do not extend outside the Dreadwood Forest, and we're not in the Dreadwood Forest, so it's probably okay. Three, and this is the thing I will ask him. Uh, the name that we're not supposed to say, is it the common one that we're all using, or is it the one that I've only ever seen written on this infernal contract? Oh, I don't know about her powers in particularly, but I'm assuming it's the common one because she seems to have a, quite a bit of control over the creatures of the forest. All right, well, tits, that's annoying. And I okay. doubt many know of this name. No, I assume we're basically the only ones okay cool, cool, cool how did you come across this? uh a lizard folk uh fell in a river and landed on it and picked it up and then gave it to us because we killed their mortal nemesis it's a good date just a fucking magnet for random bullshit <laughs> that dandy okay so i yep. think that that all makes sense. and then and then so we would like the help of the elves in dealing with whatever shit's going on in the drown forest but pop elf is being a little bitch and doesn't want to leave the silver strand whilst granny nightshade is still alive right so okay about that when we were being helped out of the dreadwood the tree ants the elves and the druids Helped us retreat. And during that time, uh, Berberus decided to defend a portion of the forest and lay down roots. And now she's sitting on your back desk, as you know. Uh, she holds that, held the ground, let us retreat. Very similar to at that time, the drowned forest was attacked uh, by demons, monsters, 
And during our attempts to retake the drowned forest, uh, Fulan's mother, Elon, was killed. And that kind of pushed Fulon into a spiral, and he retreated to the Silver Stand, pulled back the elves' forces, and the druids lost their home and felt betrayed, understandably, and left. So I doubt we're going to get much help from him anytime soon. But we do have a second family, and... Ned here, if Master Ned would like to help us, you do have the blood of the first family, so. You see Ned's hands are like in his face now, he's like, oh. <laughs> Remember when he wanted to go on adventures, Ned? It'll be quite a story to tell back at home. Now, this is probably you're something very, you're you should brave, bring up. Ned. Yes. Yes, and he kind of perks, perks up at that. <laughs> I am, aren't I? Uh, hold on, please. You see his head disappear. What's your Comes back. Head? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are some ogres on the outskirts of the forest. Mm. Just be careful if you're leaving. That if you're leaving today. Oh wait, ogres, not trolls. Never mind. Okay. Um. Does is there any advice the tree has for uh, killing the shit out of Granny Nightshade? Unfortunately, uh, Perverus couldn't mm-hmm. give me all the details after they locked her inside. She. Gave me as much advice as she could, told me what she could, and then rooted herself in place. And she is unable to be communicated with, unfortunately, now. So, not sure exactly what help I can be. Uh, I would suggest not heading straight there. It's it's not something that should be taken lightly. Um, maybe see if this other hag is, in fact, an enemy of hers or not. Uh, but if you have any questions, I'm always here. Okay. Uh, is there anyone else that we should go talk to about all of this? Uh, well, their grandmother is probably a good person to meet, but... Uh, she does not leave the silver stand, and I doubt you guys will be allowed in. Other than mm-hmm. that, um, I guess. Do you, know, do you know of anyone in the area who's particularly expert with demonic contracts? No, no, sorry. Uh, no, okay. I mean you we'll could try just try just burning it, so maybe. That, I mean, we certainly can try that. It seems too easy. <laughs> I mean, it was in that weird box for a reason, right? Maybe it's. I don't know much about demons, but it's from what I've 
her, they seem to enjoy being obtuse for the sake of being obtuse. What does triangles have to do with this? 34 second damage, please. <laughs> Sorry, bad joke. Um, really bad right. joke. <laughs> any questions? Anyone has any questions about what was, what's happened so far? You can ask other characters so I can clear up, make sure everyone understands what's going on. I've I've got this compass that is. No, I'm just joking. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think I've I think I've I've asked all the questions that I have. When you guys feel like you're ready to uh, enter the woods, come let me know. Thank you for coming to see me. You kind of turn, Master Ned. Master Zukam. You guys have a lovely day now. And he'll stay, like his trees will straighten up and he'll turn his face inwards. And you'll see both Cal and Fedoro both pull out an arrow, notch their bows, and shoot different directions. And you'll hear two dings of the two bells that you heard earlier. And they both get hit once. As you guys get up. A minute or so passes and the doors open and people start coming back in. Um, can I see where these bells are? Yeah, you're like, if you're looking at the borough map, they're up on the castle walls. Like there's on opposite ends of the castle. Like they're just up on top. There's two bells, one on each side of the castle. Uh, really how? open and easy to see. But OK, but how difficult of a shot is that? Are they, uh, are they better than me? You Are they the best rangers in the party? You yeah, have, like, you look at that and you go, oh, shit, can I hit that? Like, you're not you're not certain if you could hit that far. You're only 20 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, it's elevated and... It's definitely an impressive shot. You're not sure if it's impossible for you, but... Also, the scale on this map seems really fucked up. Like, yeah. the people are taller than the buildings. Yeah, it's... It's not. It's, I draw poorly. Okay, are you happy? <laughs> it's not. My this this is actually that's a, this is my favorite. One of these is is a, a very large person, and the other one is just straight up a fucking giant. That's a child and a grown man. The grown man <laughs> is the same height as this two story house that he's standing beside. That's because he's built like a, a brick. Hey, hey, <laughs> do not, do not, uh, do not disrespect our DM. He is a graphic designer. He knows. He knows what what it should be. I'm not a graphic designer. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> just making shit up now. All right, well, fuck. So now we have to go find. Uh, we have to go assemble the fucking Expendables to kill uh, the Hag. Well, I, I think we are the Expendables because it doesn't yeah, sound yeah. like we can get much. Yeah, I'm not Expendable. My blood is important. Uh, I mean, they already have it. You're expendable. Yeah, they have the rest it. Of I mean, if you die, I mean, are yeah, we, you die, they still got I, it. I knew I should have kept my own blood. Are we <laughs> hack fight capable right now? Uh, no, we, we need to we need to go find some people that'll help give us the inside track on uh, kicking the shit out of her. And maybe well, find a way to void this contract. Yeah, but that that's the thing, because like it's like she's 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 behind the door that we need Ned and Zugum and your bow, it looks like. Yeah. Uh to yes. open. 
And once it's open, then then we get that fight. So as long as yeah. we've got like the three representatives, then 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 we've got the fight. Yeah, but we have all the time in the world to prepare because that door's not opening until we open it. Yeah. So I think at the very least we should go visit Leona because if they were part of a coven, she can probably uh, tell us about some of uh, Granny's weaknesses, and then. I would love it if there was some way for us to invalidate or destroy this contract. But I don't know how to go about doing that off the top of my head. Well, we've at least made an ally with her. Um, and she's got a couple of trolls who could help. I don't I mean, think she'd that's... be willing to put her son, her children at risk. No, I just think information out of her is our best bet. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know what she can offer, but, I mean, we don't know until we go and find out, so let's go and find out. Yeah, and we have helped her, so at least she'll be not willing to, or unwilling to blow us up when she sees us. You know? I, not I don't think hags really blow people up. They more curse them, but hex them and make them go insane. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Some hag in the woods kidnapped me at one point, and I had to spend like four days. Wonderful venison. That wasn't a kidnapping. That was a that was a, an affair. We can get away. <laughs> yeah, it really was. You willingly left with her. No, I figured I couldn't survive the fall if I had jumped off, and so I went with her. You would have. I mean, it was the lesser of, of like six evils. Alright. I, I think we should head east. Got weird. Oh, the, no. I think no. we should head west. Southwest. That, are we going straight towards the Leona's Hut? Is that the plan? I don't know. Like, yeah. What else do we have? We have Abbey Island, which we, we haven't done anything with. We just know it exists. And that there's maybe a rift there. Oh, that maybe we oh. should visit the rifts that we don't know that we are, haven't confirmed yet. I mean, yeah, we could totally do that. But um, if we had ease, we could hit Seton, and I bet their magic shop is open. I mean, Seton isn't really east of us; it's southeast. Well, straight, currently, straight, yes. Straight east of Burl takes us into the Dreadwood, which is not where we're going right now. No, we we head back to Salt Marsh. Take the take the the coast up to Seton, get some magic items, and then uh, if uh, we need to continue heading east, I'll let you know. Seton is smaller than Salt Marsh, right? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Seton so. is larger than Salt. What do you mean you don't think so? You're the DM. You tell me. Prepare Seton. <laughs> you don't. I think I think Leona, maybe Abbey Island, poker on Salt Marsh. But if we hit Seton and we continue heading east, maybe the map that I've got, the charted map, will match up uh, with what's south. The map okay, you have but... is showing mostly uh, water deep side of the ocean. And it spans across and you see salt marsh on the other side. With not I much mean, in that's between. Fair. That's fair, but I didn't. I I didn't ask you what the map was uh, was about. <laughs> you said you were going to, and you never did. I will write that down. 
I, like, yeah, I don't know. We like we don't know who to. T- the only person we for sure need to talk to is Leon. We have no idea beyond that. So, and I, I don't want to just like wander aimlessly around cities, being like, "Does anyone know how to kill a hag? Does anyone want to come help kill a hag?" Like that feels like it'll go poorly. Although maybe we should check in with Saltmarsh Town Council and ask them if anyone's got a lead on uh, beating the shit out of Granny Nightshade. Well, I mean, if we're we go to Leona and we want to look at these other portals. Yeah, because like those are the only two things that like stand out as. I like, mean, we've got we really go do this. This one right here in Silverstand, and then we could do the drown. Well, we one. don't. That's the thing. Like, we can't. I don't think we can go into the forest. Like, yeah, I mean, like Silverstand is controlled. Drowned Forest sounds like maybe it's controlled. The the Drowned Forest is a shit show. Like the Drowned Forest is too dangerous for us to go into until we've removed the lesser threat that is Granny Nightshade. Like that was the yeah. impression I got from that whole discussion. So, so if if, the, if we're gonna Drowned explore rifts, yeah, we we, uh, we go out into the ocean. Yeah, exactly. The other thing. Oh shit, that's right. Sorry, I did want to ask the tree. So they knew about three rifts, but we've identified that there are five with potential for more. Does this mean that additional rifts have been opening over time? Uh, he does not know. They were the ones that they found. Uh, he would not be aware of them opening over time. Like, he, this is just not, he just wasn't aware of them at all. Okay. Also, do, does he know anything about, like, where the fuck these rifts came from, why they exist? What's on the other side of them? Uh, we think they are just uh, tears to large pools of magic. We don't know a lot about them. We just know how to control them for the most part. Okay. Okay, now I don't have any more questions. <laughs> Until I do. So if we're going back to Salt Marsh, then uh, we, uh, we we meet back up with their ship. Yeah, I think I think Abbey Island is the it makes it makes sense. So we can go to Abbey Island and then uh, visit the other two spots, and then uh, it would probably probably be beneficial for rapport to head back to the uh, Lizard Folk Fortress again, just to check in, see how things are going. Sure. Yeah, we can do that. So we're heading back to Salt Marsh. Yep. Yeah, it seems like we're right. we're gonna do a big loop. Burl, uh, Salt Marsh. Do we care about the ogres at all, or are we just ignoring them? Oh, let's go kill some fucking ogres. Oh, do they need us to kill them? I didn't ask. Oh, just but... be wary. Uh, yeah, we were just uh, made aware of such things if we wanted to avoid it. Are they the same ogres that we had previously duped when we were visiting the Dreadwood? That's what I was wondering earlier, actually. Well, no, until we until we check it out. All right. So now that we've been warned about ogres, we're just going to ignore it and go straight for them. Stabby, stabby. <laughs> that the plan? Like it's up to you guys. Yeah, honestly, I am curious about whether or not they're the same ones. So I'm done with that. I mean, they're right here, right? They're just outside of the Silverstand Forest. Uh, no, they'd be outside of the Dreadwood. Oh well, who's going that direction? You guys are, aren't you? No. 
Well, I wanted to, but I got I got voted I got voted out. I swear, I just saw a picture a line of you guys going down to Salt Marsh. Yeah, yeah, that would be towards the that'd be towards the Dreadwood. Barely. Technically, yeah, I guess. Only because their road fucking curves. Well, me and Dash can go to Deadwood then. But they're, they're, I never like, said I wanted in... to go to Dreadwood. I just wanted to go <laughs> east, and that was from Salt Marsh. And and I mean, Dask has not shared anything with the rest of us about why the fuck she randomly wants to go east. So, like, all I'm hearing I... is like, "Hey, what if we just go in a random direction for no reason no, at all?" No, I <laughs> I probably would have said something. You guys are aware of my 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 jank ass uh, compass. <laughs> I literally had had no idea about it until today. No, I remember oh, the compass. I just yeah, I remember the compass. It's just we haven't done anything with it. I wasn't in session Correct. zero. You haven't looked into it. No, at no, that's yeah, that's that's when we picked it up. Uh, I did I did talk to Ikni. Yeah, we in, we we talked about it for a while uh, <laughs> on on the way to the haunted house um yeah i yeah i after the day that it was like going in circles i would have i would have brought it up to everyone all right uh i mean yeah which was when we were back in salt marsh if it's been pointing east it hasn't been pointing east it's now pointing east it has been been since i looked at it at from the, the fortress. fortress right so yeah. east and we're currently in Burl, which means that east, like east is down no i know yeah. but east i mean like is, yeah, it, it's been pointing east across this entire 110 yeah. leagues from north to south which means yeah. like that it uh, uh, you know, know that it was pointing south when you checked it in salt marsh Right. Remove uh, remove compass logic from the equation here. Yeah, no, that's the thing, process. It, like if it's if it's locked in a single direction, regardless of our location, then it's not pointing at something, unless that something is also moving with us. Oh, what if it because is? Like, it, like that's because if it was pointing. Like if it was pointing south from Salt Marsh and east from the Sagan Fortress, you could assume that it's like those lines intersected to point here. But if it's been locked to due east while we're traveling north and south, then either the thing it's pointing at is moving perpendicular to us or parallel with us, or the object is so goddamn far away that the movement of the compass was imperceptible. In which case, we're not going to fucking get there. Uh, this, yeah, this that was is so far away. This yeah, the uh, the knowledge being shared is in character. I mean, yeah, a scrimshaw would be slightly less um, uh, vulgar than I am, but, uh, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dask will just uh, suggest, uh, yeah, Dask will just suggest that she will keep uh, keep an eye on it. Yeah, like if it was pointing when we get back to Saltmarsh, and if that lines up with where it was pointing last time we were in Saltmarsh, maybe. Because if it's pointing at a static point versus pointing at something that's moving versus not. Yeah. Then or like or maybe it's pointing away from something like there. There's a lot of. Yeah, I do. I do like that theory that whatever it's pointing to is moving with us. 
it would it would make sense why it's not acting like a normal compass where it's like all bob you know bubbly and uh bobbing and whatnot yeah also i think compasses might not exist in the forgotten realms <laughs> no they do they're in the navigators uh oh, set, right navigators tools uh yeah 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 because yeah because ichne has one I do, yeah. We uh we compared <laughs> compasses. Whoa. Which was bigger. <laughs> uh, well, I mean I would hope was more accurate at hitting the correct spot. All you really need then, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you haven't really done mine's, much of this. Mine's different yet, and so unique. Look at it. Because <laughs> like if the compasses point towards magnetic north, which theoretically doesn't have to exist. You could also point to mag- magical north, which could be any one of these damn portals. Honestly, yeah, that was my that was my initial thought is that it's pointing at rifts. But who fucking knows? Well, I thought the same thing until we got to Burl and it was still pointing uh, west. Or well, what direction was it previously pointing? When I uh, last looked at it, it was in uh, I was at the fortress as we we're uh, uh, celebrating, and it was pointing west. Or uh, sorry, it was pointing east. So can we just like rotate this map 90 degrees counterclockwise? Yeah, really. Or negative, just rotate negative. the compass just so that way we can no. stop with the bullshit. No. no. Excuse mm-hmm. my language. Ned, Ned already tried to force uh the compass to point in a certain direction. It didn't work. Wait, 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 okay. So the compass previously was pointed at the Sahagan Fortress, so west. No, no, no. From 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 the fortress west. It was pointing east. Mm-hmm. From the where oh, where was it pointed previous? Yes, east, that? Dang it! Last time we looked at it, it was south from Salt Marsh. I believe was the last place yeah. we looked for that. Yeah, that was prior to. It, we uh, we only have like two data points over the course of like several weeks here. It's not really enough to make any. Uh, you've got a third. Yeah, our current burl. No, um, when you first got it, did oh. was it not pointing a certain direction? I don't recall. It was. What was it? Dask knows what direction that was. It was <laughs> northwest from way out, like way out here. Like you were coming in. Yeah. Still coming towards Salt Marsh. Oh, yeah. It's somewhere in the ocean. That Might does make it sound spot. like it's potentially converging on that point, except for its current okay. fucking direction, right. which is. Well, I, I like that. Okay. Because, well, no. Uh, I don't. I don't I think it was... so because it's still it's still pointing west or it's still pointing east now yeah. from Burl. I mean, so if it was pointing slightly was, northeast, if it was it at, be a, a at a specific spot, it would be south southeast. Or yeah. South. Wait, when you got it, where was it? Like, where did you pick it up? From the boat at on the, the ocean. We were... <laughs> yeah. Our session, our, our session zero mission. I don't think. When, yeah, I don't think it's pointing at a static location. It's either. Like, and it yeah. was pointed in I which you direction? Had ways to look into things like this. I know, right? We tried, and you denied. Have everything. we cast detect magic on the compass? Have we cast identify no, on the compass? Haven't. No, we haven't. And do that. I, I, yeah, okay. So to ask, uh, as uh, I imagine, we're walking, we're walking back to Salt Marsh. Dask is making a big deal of this compass. Uh, and, weird uh, we'll magical give it to items. Steps to, one and two. 
Yeah, we'll give it to. Uh, or, well, actually, uh, we we detected the paladin to make uh, sure it's not fucking evil. You know, well, right. I've we, used, we, we did divine I've used sense. sense way too. Yeah, we did, did divine sense, sense it. Yeah. Be so funny so, I'm divine. so I would like I would pass evil. it to Earthol to see if Earthol can figure it out because Earthol's smart and shit. So uh, yeah, this needs to be. Y'all rude. Okay. I don't know. We're walking for 10 minutes. I'm making that assumption here. Yeah, no, yeah, this let, is like this is happening on our journey back to Burl. Yeah. Or fuck, and I'm back doing to the same thing that uh, Ned did, uh, touching it, trying to see if it stays in place, watching it go back, bounce back. Yeah, as you're casting this over the course of 10 minutes, um, Zorgax. Yeah. You hear a voice in the back of your head. No, no, I don't. Nope. No, no. <laughs> Doesn't exist. <laughs> It's this man. I'll see this... you soon. And that's it. Fuckers. Excuse my language for all those YouTube viewers. Um. Oh. Uh, uh, did Earthle. it add an inflection when he said soon? Like yes. a snake? Soon. <laughs> yes, definitely it did. Uh. Oh, this is a great excuse to get rid of the dagger. He promised if he was hearing Vecna voices, and he can't it's confirm that this isn't Vecna. It's not Vecna. Mm, that's what you think. Anyway, yeah, about this compass. Uh, so you identify the compass, and it comes back as magical. Okay. And it's got a name. Treasure Hunter. Ah. And the description reads, I don't have it written out yet, but it reads something like, uh, once, when submerged in water, it points towards the closest shipwreck within, within range. Basically, the, the text you get from mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's right. When we first got it, it pointed in the direction of the shipwreck where we found that dagger. Nor- the first direction when he picked it up was northwest. It's currently pointing east towards the water. Yeah, but that was when it was submerged in. Yeah, it, it only so took it out when of water. it submerged. So when we were in the fortress, it was submerged and it began pointing east, which means that there is somewhere oh along this God. line a fucking shipwreck. I'm glad. I'm glad we waited to figure this out. Because we had so much stuff to do. This could have been done so long. <laughs> hey, no need to watch that. Guys, I've been worrying about this for two weeks. Okay, should we solve the problem in ten minutes? Yes. Good. Yeah. Hey, no, hey, hey. Uh, and Das had realized they, they were busy trying to figure it out themselves. I can respect no, that. Well, I mean, you guys are walking. Technically, technically, I I got reminded of it by listening to the podcast. You guys are walking along a like a, a river right now, too. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's do one in the, the river. Yeah. Let's do As it. You take it, go place it underwater, and you watch the head swivel and is now pointing south. It's the first time you've, second time you've actually seen the compass move. And where are we? We're like here. Yes, pointing so south. A, okay. So, so like, do south. Okay. A little bit. Okay. Well, on we'll be on. Well, yeah. We'll we'll be on our way. So, um, I, I think the other. Uh, so, <clears throat> what is a wine skin? It's a water skin that holds wine. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I think they're just a water right. skin, but <laughs> a water skin. Sorry, uh, but I mean, like, is it like a, a a wide rim? Like, can I fit the compass into it? No, you would not be able to fit it into your water skin. It's got like a pouch for drinking. It's does if we pour water on it, does it work? Can we try that real quick? Yeah, okay. I want. Yeah, yeah. We do I want to experiment. It, it's finding shipwrecks, which are yeah. in the sea the water so we're not get to the gonna, water first like if we yeah anything we do right now it's like... just gonna point to the sea so if yeah. we want to go treasure hunting we'll go to our ship we'll just get a bowl fill it with water put the compass in the bowl follow the compass to a shipwreck dive down and get the shit yeah okay that's a plan as, as you pull it out of the water uh you feel a presence and then beside you is your Drake sitting, looking at you. Uh, and I'm just making sure the Drake can talk. Can it? I can tell you. Uh, yeah, it knows Draconic. Right. going to start talking to you. Okay. Uh, sorry, I kind of took control of that compass uh it's actually pointing towards one of my ancestors i think you're ready now can you save him please now context wise uh he's speaking directly to me but i imagine everyone else is around and we're all uh well sorry um yeah everyone saw him just appear yeah yeah, uh, but everyone else could could hear and understand this as well. Yeah, everyone but Zugam right now would be able to understand. Yeah. Well, um, you have come in handy uh, in protecting me and the rest of the party. Describe the situation. Uh, my ancestors were trapped. Uh, forced to live past their days. And the only way I knew how to help was to find someone strong enough. And I found you. Uh, I don't know exactly where they are, but they're nearby. They're out in the water somewhere. They just want to sleep. Help them sleep. You said that you controlled the compass. Meaning you wanted us to go to sea. But you don't know where they are? Well, that's why we we took over the compass a bit. Once I saw you pick it up, uh, it pushed pushed some of my, my life essence into it. It's pointing towards my ancestor, I think. I'm sure it'll work normally again after that. You were holding it down. Yes. I think you're strong enough now. I've seen you guys grow. Just wants to sleep. And as he says that, you get a flashback. You in the boat. Falling backwards, looking up into the sky. A boned dragon flying towards you that wakes you up multiple times. That just flashes into your eyes. It's just sitting there looking at you. 
I can't speak for the rest of the party, but you have my commitment. I will do whatever it takes to help you. Uh, you're going to see, I believe your drake can fly now, right? That's correct. You're going to see it kind of jump up into the sky and fly around you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, before it flies away, uh, Scrimshaw's going to switch over to Draconic and just ask, um, you're implying that your ancestor's been turned to some sort of undead? Yes. He calls out to us. Do you know who is responsible for this? No. It takes a lot of magic to do something like that. Uh, Scrimshaw, like in this moment, is as angry as Scrimshaw was upon finding out that one of his clansmen had been taken by Sahagan. Um, and we'll just tell it that its ancestor will be laid to rest properly and with all due respect. And with that, it's going to shoot, blast a fire into the air and fly around, fly like between you guys. I knew you were the right pick. And it'll cuddle up to your desk. Then, poof. Back, disappear again. I did not use a bonus action to do so. You did not? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I say we've got a lot of options. This one is concrete. This feels like an appropriate priority. I'm just looking at everyone. I don't know what just happened. Uh, <laughs> I, I, oh, I'm sorry, Zugum. It's got ancestors that been sullied. We're going to take care of it. That, that, that is if you are interested. I, 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 I owe a debt of gratitude to my my break and I'll, I'll i'll just kind of look at almost questioningly towards scrimshaw yep. but um i i i owe him a debt of gratitude I, I, no way am i forcing you all to be a part of this got many options but this is where i think i'm being led to right now there we go I'm fine with it. I'm in. I'll be joining you guys as well. You guys pick back up on your walk. You stopped at the river. Start heading along the path. And let me get perception checks from everyone. Ah, I broke it. Does Zergax (laughs) tell us about the fucking snake? Yeah, did he say anything other than... I guess no. it, it seems like someone just said, I'm going to murder you all to him, and he was like, I will keep this information to myself. It's clearly not pertinent to the rest of the group. No, I would have told you. Like, I was not trying to hide it. I just... It, because you all reacted to it, I thought you heard it. No, we did not. Uh, so... We reacted to it out of character. 
Yeah. So yes, I will tell you that um, the snake from the wizard's tower, Redtail, um, is warning me that we shall meet soon. We as in the group or we as in you and him? Uh, me and him. Do you have any preferences for funeral rites? Uh, I would prefer not to die. Um, but beyond that, um, remember me well. I, I will dive off the cliff for you. Uh, I, I appreciate that. I really do. I'm sure we can take it again. Yeah, I'm not actually concerned about it. As you guys are walking, Dask, you're kind of just replying that in your head, following the sky, looking up, seeing your drake fly. And as you guys get about the crossroads here over the water, you're like looking and you see in the distance, just like a towards the, the forest, a large boulder in the sky, like flying and dropping. And the second one, flying and dropping, uh, just towards the dreadwood from here. So they're that started. far? No, they're not like coming to there, but like that's just where you see it from. Okay. You just see them coming from this direction, floating up into the sky and dropping. And you only see it because you're just like following your the image of your Drake flying in the sky before, and you just see that up and down a second little while a third just look like rocks as if they were thrown yeah but it's really high like you're like like they're visible you see them in the sky they got some hang time what is up with this day <laughs> over your shop hood I'm gonna go take care of them they are gonna be on the road if anyone's passing by. Yeah, we might as well go at the very least make sure they don't toss a rock onto some innocent pedestrian. Is is Ned with us? Did he come back with us or does he no, stay? He stayed. Okay. Alright, well, let's go take care of some ogres. Let's do this. We're trying to sneak up or what? Uh, are before we do it, do we, are we committed to going through this? We don't want a spork to pass out out of nowhere again. No, I'm committed. I'm here. <laughs> I'm awake. Oh, oh, we're not going to. We're not. We're not, not going to start the fight today. Don't worry. Okay. I haven't leaned back in my chair yet. I'm good. But are we? If are we sneaking into this? If it was brought up that we should sneak into this, I would cast Pass Without Trace. Sure. I mean, sneak up on some ogres. Why not? Okay. Right, let's get stealth checks from everyone with a plus 10. Oh, because we have, uh, what's it called? Pass without trace? Yep. Correct. Um, and if we're sneaking, I would cast guidance on myself. And hold your uh, shit. <laughs> 17. Plus 10? Oh, you already plus 10 on that. Jesus. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Yeah, that one's for Beetle, actually. Hey, 81. <laughs> 31. I didn't do mine. Wrong one. 1d4. We're on uh, 5e rules, not uh, d d Yeah, I don't like that change. 
<laughs> that's not good. We got a bunch of good rules. All right, so you're able to sneak up. Um, you see, I can show you what you see as you guys get pretty close. Uh, if I activate that, you see a group of orcs kind of like running about. Uh, you got two with like slingshots on their back, it looks like. And they're putting rocks into them and then firing them off. And you got goblins like dancing around laughing as they do that. Um, and you see two orcs at the front, one turn around. It's got a nice scar across its chest, right across its stomach. And you recognize two of the ogres as uh, Felpin Monty. dumb idiots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And the, the last thing you see is one of the goblins kind of run up, up the ogre, one of the two big ogre's legs and disappear into like a, a wooden shack on its back. Oh, oh great. I am familiar, I am familiar with this move. Yeah, the, the <laughs> goblins are using the ogres as assault vehicles. Cool, 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 cool. That's not going to end well for civilization. And that's where we'll end. Thank you for listening. For more information about this and all the other series that we're running, uh, head on over to amightybeard.com. And if you want to see this series continue, support us over on patreon.com forward slash amightybeard. For Chill, Ursats, Bart, Lunar, Spork, and DM Jesse, my name is Amighty Beard, and we'll play D&D together again very soon. Later!